Good evening, Richie. Good evening, Matt. You all right? I was panicking then. I was like, I'm like, I was like where, where is everybody? I'm sat here on my own, waiting, wondering what's going on. So uh, you had me, you had me sweating there. How are you anyway? Uh, not bad. Yourself? I am all right. Um, needless to say, John is here already. Look at that. Uh, he's here before. He's here before. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, I'm Brian. Brian's here again. Good evening, Brian. Uh, the, the our regulars have turned up. It would appear, um, which is good. So, oh, and now I've got. Oh, wait, that's not. That's, I turn those off. Getting notifications now about stuff that I don't need to get. So Alex might join us. I'm not really sure what to expect from Alex. Is he like going to make some swanning type of appear? I don't know. Like I might be able to make it. I don't know. Like, what was what's that all about? Well, he, he's already made one big statement. Obviously, we can't say uh, what it is, doesn't he? In our group chats. Uh, about uh, party something, so that was a oh, big yeah. statement made. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and we're, uh, I'm excited to talk tonight because Richie was having a, a, a meltdown following one game this week. I'm looking forward yeah. to getting into the, into that. I was after was that Gilling? Oh, that was Gillingham, I think, wasn't it? it was, yeah. yeah. So definitely. we'll get we'll get into that, and I'm excited to see if you're still feeling the same way or whether you you've chilled out a bit now or what. Because uh, I'm assuming that you were on the ale or something. I don't know. But anyway, no. he says no. Um, Two eggs. Two eggs. Uh, good evening, Michael. So this is our plan. Our plan is we will go over a little bit of club news because um, there's a couple of stories worth just pointing out. Nothing major. Uh, we'll be efficient with our time. Um, then we'll talk about Gillingham. Um, and then we'll talk about Forest Green. But before we do that, I will just plug uh, plug tomorrow, really. Um, so I um, oh, there's some questions there. Yeah, maybe at the end. Uh, I'm going to try and save that one, John, till the end because John started firing questions in. Um, maybe at the end we'll do some Q and A, um, and we'll um, we'll try and bust through some of those questions uh, at the end. Um, is that's all right with you, Richie? But we'll plug tomorrow just because I. I've managed to get uh, what the person I call the voice of the race course, is Steve Jones, to uh, to come on tomorrow. So about half past four UK time. Obviously, people will be in work; they can watch it back afterwards, no problem. Um, but the uh, the stadium announcer uh, is what his I think his job was technically, um, and he was there for a long time. So hopefully, he'll have some good stories and some good mem- some good memories to uh, to sort of share with us um, tomorrow. So um, yeah, if if you've got the chance. Tune in at half past four or UK time. If you haven't, just go back and watch it. It'll be on YouTube and I'll put it out as a, a podcast as well if I can. Um, uh, I put out last night's um, chat that we had um, as well as a podcast. So that went out today. So this, I tell you what, we chuck out some content here. You know, it's amazing the work I have to do, either before work or after work or what, while you just sit there and eat your KFC and have your hair cut, it would appear. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. What a life. Yeah. Hey, well, it's one of life, but then unfortunately, that's if we could play all play home games every week, we'd be laughing, wouldn't we? Oh well, yeah, that's a that's a, that is another thing. Yeah, uh, I am craving a home game. Uh, I'm pretty sure the team will be as well, because um, it feels like never ending, doesn't it? it? Just feels like we've hardly been at the race course. Um, so yeah, it will be when, nice when to have. You're, uh, when you're craving for fog, it gets bad, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've I've got missed. I've got missed type jokes uh mistype taglines uh for the title of the podcast like 
uh, missed the chance to go top three or something like that. I was, I yeah. was, you know, yeah, fog of war or so. I don't know. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find something. So, uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll play around with those ideas when I uh, when I sort this out later. Um, so yeah, um, right. We are. Let's do a bit of advertising. Let's plug ourselves because uh, you know that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah. So let's plug that. Um, if you're new here, we come here and ramble about Wrexham once a week. Uh, we we meet for at the Ramble Arms to have a chat about Wrexham FC, don't we? Uh, yeah. Sometimes there's three of us, sometimes there's more. Normally there's at least two of us. It could be anybody, but it's normally Richie and Alex. Um, but Alex has decided to have his hair cut or something. I don't know, a pamper session. I don't know what he's doing. But um, So, yeah, we just come here and talk about Wrexham. Uh, and uh, yeah, we like to share that with people. So, you know, feel free to come in the comments and uh, say hello and fire in your questions after. Uh, and if you can subscribe, that'd be great because we're not far off 250 subscribers now. So we're, 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 we're growing slowly. Uh, considering I said when I first started the podcast, which was obviously all that time ago, I said, I'll never do a YouTube, just, just do the audio podcast. And now we only really do like we did. Now we do YouTube and we just rip it to, to be the audio. So it's it's funny how it's flipped. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's actually easier to do it this way. So that's why I prefer it. So uh, so that's cool. So what else? What so before we go into the club news, what's going on with Richie? Anything exciting? Anything you can share with us? Anything? Uh, no, there's something I need to talk to you about off air though. But it's not oh. a bad thing. Um, just somebody put an idea in my head. Um, oh. But I've got to obviously talk with you first about it. All right, okay. So, uh, could, be, uh, could be something quite good, actually, quite interesting. All right, okay, God, this that sounds exciting. Right, I'm going to yeah. plug. Should I plug my marathon run then? Because I haven't yeah. done it in a while, yeah. uh, and I know it's I know it's boring, but I'm I'm getting near to the date now. You see, so that's why I'm thinking. Oh God, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Right, so uh, yeah, that's the screen. So if you don't know. I'm going to be running a marathon. Uh, are you can't can you see my mouse there, or can you not see it? Uh, yes. Oh, you can see it. All right. I didn't, I wasn't yeah. sure. So, uh, on my, on our, uh, uh, Twitter page is a, I've pinned, uh, a post, uh, I'm running a marathon. I've, I've barely run in my life apart from when I was playing football. So I've just, uh, but I've decided to do a marathon, uh, which I'm doing for cancer research UK. Uh, so I'm running in Manchester, um, uh, in April. So we're not far off now, less than a month to go. No, nearly two, less than, I've got about seven weeks. I think that date's wrong. I think it's the 14th. I think I've written the wrong date. That's handy. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to run 26 miles for charity. If you've got a few pennies uh, and you can donate, just click on the link uh, and uh, that'll allow you to donate. If you can't, just at least give it a little retweet or a repost, whatever you want to prefer to call it. That would be very kind. Thank you. And with that, yeah. I shall stop sharing. <laughs> Uh, so people can see that uh, uh, Brian's firing more questions. So I'll say again, I'll save them for the end. We will, we'll have a Q and A at the end if that's all right. Yeah, you game, you're game for that. Yep. I know you're game for that. Yeah, um, I've also, oh, let's do another, and let's do another share. Oh God, just I just thought about this. Um, so tomorrow, uh, that's the screen I want to share. I'm just getting myself ready. Tomorrow, it's Wednesday today. Tomorrow night. Uh, Gwersalt Reds are meeting. So if you live in Wrexham uh, and you can get to the cricket ground in, uh, uh, well, technically it's Bradley, I think, but uh, Gwersalt, uh, inside there, we uh, they meet once a month 
uh, and Anthony Ford's going to be there. So uh, uh, they do uh, sometimes at the end, they have time for questions and answers. So um, I've put a little post out where people can put some questions in if you want. And I will uh, I will ask them to, to to Anthony if I have if I have time. And if I'm guessing it'll be Tim from Fearless who does the uh, question master role because he uh, he seems to be the one that uh, gets lumped with that a lot. Um, so I've put a post there about 42 minutes ago. Um, if you just uh, reply in there with anything you want to know, don't make it personal really about his other half and stuff because I'm, I'm obviously not going to ask that. But anything sort of football related, get some questions in um, and I will do my best if they give us a chance at the end to uh, to ask some questions to Anthony Ford. Um, so does that make sense? I expect a question of you, Richie. You're normally full of questions. Well, I may, I may be, uh attending myself yet. I'm not sure. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. There you if go. not, I will send you a question. But... Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, who else has joined? Somebody else has joined. Oh, Aaron's joined. Hello, Aaron. Um, he was, uh, I think Aaron was in the chat last night as well when we were doing the, well, what was, uh, I don't, it, it was meant to be a call-in show. When Sean from uh, the Red Horde first messaged me about it, we, we sort of dreamt up this idea of a 606 style show where people could come on and, uh, like we do on Twitter spaces, but do it on YouTube because he want, he preferred to do it on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But it's ended up just being a load of people talking and, not really getting the guests on so um uh, i've suggested to him he has less of us and more guests so we'll see how yeah. that goes um because maybe people prefer it because like last night there was three or four of us sometimes there's five so um hopefully uh maybe if he has one or two that might encourage more people rather than having us on it all the time because people get bored of hearing my voice anyway so uh so yeah okay so shall we uh, shall I shall I respond to my WhatsApp first? Oh yeah, that that's about tomorrow night actually. <laughs> shall we just uh, club news wise? There was two things I thought that since we've last uh, that since we last spoke were interesting. Okay. Um, so, uh, and you can feel free to uh, 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 to obviously uh, chip in with uh, with other stuff. Uh, so the first thing was that they're bringing stadium tours back. Yeah. So if you remember, well, I mean, it was months ago now, we had this sort of trial, really, didn't we? Was it about two or three weeks yes, that it they was, did yeah. the stadium tours, didn't they? Um, yeah. So that was really that was really cool. I kind of got lucky when Michael Starkey came over. I got lucky, and I basically, I think I think they were kind of trialling this with with, with uh, visitors from abroad. Um, and I got taken around by Geraint with Michael Starkey and with Neil Smith. Um, and their other halves, so I kind of did the stadium tour, uh, but I will book it again to get uh, to get me lad in, um, and I think Kath and uh, maybe Emily might like to come and have a have a wander around. So, um, so yeah, I think uh, that's what uh, that was quite big news. Um, I don't know if you did you book on it last time that it went, no, or have I, you done it before in some capacity? I, yeah, I've done it before in some other capacity, um, but just to let the listeners know that all the six o'clock slots have all gone sold yeah, out already. Because um, I was looking for a lad in work today, and yep. they've all gone. Uh, all the six o'clock ones completely sold out. Um, so I can just see, I'm going to have to multitask here. I can just see Michael says uh, the price of the tour. Um, so I'm just want to check if it says it's a ten pound for adults and five pound for under elevens. Um, and they had some dates in March and April with, and as as Richie sort of implied, they were doing two pm, four pm, and six pm. So uh, the six pm seemed to have all. Uh, 
been snatched up. But it's clearly it's something that they are going to, uh, to, to, to sort of look into doing more of. So I think that's a really good idea because people yep. are getting it unofficially anyway. Um, so I think that is happening. So people are sort of seeing that. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, there's enough there just to have a little chat and a little wander around. And I don't know whether they've changed it from the last ones or not. But uh, I thought that was quite interesting. Don't, uh, it's good for visitors, isn't it? Because we hear all stories all the time about people rocking up at the race course from abroad. So that's quite nice that they can do that. Yeah, and also, I mean, just to take some time to just to, to read even the boards in the Macron stand. Because, you know, on match day, it's so busy, you know, hustle and bustle. There's thousands of people in the stand. You don't get to see and some of the histories on the wall, as much as obviously Garrett will will tell you much. Um, and just you know, chance to go in the boardroom and things like that, and yeah. you know, everyone sees the changing rooms, don't they, on the telly? But yeah. you know, you can say you've been in the changing rooms and that, yeah, you know, the medical rooms, and just see where the players' interviews take place. Yeah. So you know, just different uh, things like that. A uh, quick shout out to uh, the local pundit. Somebody's here. Either I don't, I don't know whether it's Josh or Sheldon or somebody else, but uh, uh, somebody from the local pundit has uh, has turned up. Um, and uh, hello to we are Wrexham. So yeah, the, uh, Michael you said it should include a, 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 a the, the turf for a pint. Uh, I mean, it's so close you can just walk to it, can't you? So yeah. uh, to be fair, um, but uh, yeah, I've, that would be kind of cool if you could end it in the turf with a pint that you've already prepaid for, um, or a drink that would you know ideally a Wrexham lager. But I don't think Wayne has Wrexham lager, does he? As he did he? I don't Ooh, inside. He, I don't. Got it maybe in a bottle. For now, I but um, I, I didn't. Sure. But I thought I'd read. I thought I'd read that he was going to, but I think I've. I think I dreamt it. Um, so, uh, that's one of the reasons I go to the Mice Gwyn, to be honest, because you can, uh, you know, they have the uh, the standalone outside Wrexham Lager uh, stand, don't they? So you can just drink Wrexham Lager all day. So just on the tour, do you get anything? Do you get a lanyard or a? a uh, no, well, uh, it doesn't mention it, and I've not heard anybody say it before. So whether they've changed it, I'm just. I am just scouting to see. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't mention it in all way, so um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll see because I'm sure they'll. Uh, it might be different to the one that they did last time, the one they did before. You see, um, so again, Paul saying there that it might have been a bit a bit of a, a smaller one when they did them before. But we'll again, we're, we're going to need to see because there's no real detail in the article about what you actually see, is it? So uh, so that's the thing that we uh, that we don't know. Um, so there was that. And then the other thing that, uh, of note that I thought was, uh, oh, Luca's here. So for, just for people who don't know, uh, Luca is a blogger, vlogger who does MK Don's vlogs, really. So if you're, if you're interested in other teams' vlogs, go and check out Luca's. He did one when Wrexham went there recently. Um, so uh, go and check out, uh, go and check out Luca. Um, uh, yeah, so the other thing was the, um, I'll bring up the article, um, was the the way we pay for the <laughs> temporary stand, it would appear, is that we sponsor it now, don't we? So the yeah. fourth wall, um, and obviously I, I put a picture out the other night that Kath had taken when she was at uh, the Fit Dragons, I think they call it, that they did yeah. on a Monday. Um she taking a picture of it at night, so it looked quite good. So obviously, it doesn't kind of show it there as such, but um, obviously, they've announced that they've done some sort of sponsorship. And Humphrey sort of 
uh, implied on the fearless podcast where uh, they spoke to him that that was how they've that's how they're going to overcome the fact that it was costing us money. I don't know if you listened to that podcast, really yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. that's kind of how they were going to overcome the fact that that it was going to cost money was with that little bit of sponsorship. Um, so again, really good idea. Um, uh, and I guess we should also uh, let me just find uh, the oh, tweet. Just on the four walls. Four walls. I think I'm going to go to the same thing. I think. Oh, okay. Are you going to talk about Welshie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was I was headed. To, I was just going to get the tweet up so I could show it. Um, so uh, coincidentally, today, today I think it was. I've I've gone off the screen, but uh, uh, the turf are now. Uh, Wayne put out a post. Very soon. Oh, it was last night. I thought it was today for some reason, but I've missed it. Uh, yesterday. Um, so they they have put another tweet out about it. I'm sure they have. Or did I see it on Facebook? Uh, they're selling anyway. They're selling four walls in there, aren't they now? Yeah, that's the idea. So you can, uh, if you fancy uh, trying some 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 of uh, Rob McElhenney's finest uh, whiskey, then uh, get down to uh, get down to the turf. Uh, they have it uh, for sale, um, which is uh, good for those that uh, would like to. I'm sure Richie is already. Necked lots of it, have you? I haven't known that yet. No, I won't know. I think. Poor, poor. I mean, when when Ryan released the aviation gin, especially the uh, special label ones, they, they were everybody had them, didn't they? They were going here, yeah. there, and everywhere. Um, so I'm sure Rob will be uh, feverishly competing with Ryan on unit sales and trying to get it into Morrison's and everywhere like that. I'm sure uh, that's the yeah. uh, that's the idea. Or even in the club shop to buy after you done the tour, wouldn't it? That'd be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, well, they did have aviation gin in the club shop, didn't they? Yeah, so that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? Yeah, so that would be uh, that would be good. Um, so those were the two bits of news. The women play on Saturday, so you can still get tickets uh, for that game against TNS, isn't it? Um, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Ah, that's, yeah, that's me. Sunday. Sunday. In Flint, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, neutral neutral ground, so you can go and get get tickets off the website if you've got the chance to go on uh, on Sunday. Um, that's the pay only on the other gate. thing. It's, oh, say is, that again. It's pay on the gates as well. Ah, because, yeah, there you go. Um, I think there wasn't ground, you see. Yeah, there wasn't time to do it or to, won't accept the ticket in or something. Mm. So I think it's for both teams. It's just pay on the night. Yeah. Um. So, any anything else news-wise that you can think of? Because I, I can't think of anything news-wise. Um, there's been a couple of issues, I know members-wise, obviously speak for myself, yeah. where they're not been getting the emails from the club about when ticket dates, tickets right. are going to sale. Okay, I've seen, I've seen people always saying, I didn't know tickets were going on sale, yeah. right. So, just to shoot myself in the foot, but obviously I'll try and make sure I get one. That the yeah. Mansfield tickets are on sale on Monday, right? Um, is it Monday? No, tomorrow morning. Sorry, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> you were trying to throw they... everybody off there, weren't you? Yeah. yeah, just yeah. If you go go on about eleven o'clock, you should be all right. No, <laughs> tomorrow Thursday the 29th, 10 o'clock Mansfield for the Good Friday game. Um, just because I know I haven't had an email to my accounts okay. today, so I'm guessing. The, the email won't be sent out. It it happened for the last game. I yeah. got one. Um, the Tramway game, sorry, I got an email. But the game previous game before that, I didn't get an email again either. So I know it's okay. um, a few people. It's bugging a few people. Well, all right. 
That's uh, yeah. Uh, if you need the reminders, I mean, if you sort of if you're on social media and you get notifications for any updates, then obviously because they do post them on there, don't they as well? Uh, yeah. And reminders because I have been caught out myself now and again. Um, and the reminder has given me that 15 minutes to get in front of the computer to get away tickets and stuff. So, uh, so yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? Anything else you want no. before we talk football? Anything else? Uh, no, I think just the legends had a great afternoon on Sunday. Did you it's go? Good, I didn't go. No, it's a oh, good. Yeah, feedback. I saw pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. well That's attended. The only thing about the mice going is you, uh, they don't have, they certainly don't have public Wi-Fi in there, so they miss out on people posting pictures and stuff at the time. And everybody posts them. They come out afterwards, or you know, people give up trying because of the uh, the signal so bad inside. Um, uh, so uh, so yeah, they had uh, there was a lot of them there. Was about a dozen or so of them there, weren't there? Yeah, they might have even been a few more actually. I think. Yeah, yeah, big, twenty. Big, I think. big crew, big crew there. So that was uh, that was really good. Um, all right, shall we talk football? Yes, go on then if we have to. I'm not. I don't, I'm not even sure we, we should. So are we we'll do. Are we do. We'll do this in chronological order as per usual, shall we? Yeah, Should go we start, on. We start, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. We'll start in Gillingham because, uh, well, that's what you do, isn't it? Um, yeah. So uh, tell us about, let's start, let's start at the start. So you were on the bus. Before we get to what we'll do, we'll do pretty much build up. Then we'll do the team news and the football. Um, okay. So start at the start. You were on the bus. that right? You were on the MH Travel bus? Well, we'll start on the Friday at four o'clock when I wasn't even going. Oh, because you were um, you, so you were ill, weren't you? So you were you were. But I got an offer of some tickets, right? Um, so the kind gentleman gave them to. In the end, I got them for free. So I uh, made a few phone calls to our friends at MH Travel. This is all while having a, a crisp sandwich in the Hill Street Bar. Oh, you weren't um, having a free crisp, unlimited crisp butties in the in yeah, the Hill Street, so were you? I did say to Jenna, I'd give us a plug. Um, oh, I went. I did. I say I went there for the Super Bowl. Um, oh yeah. So. Um, so uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a good night, uh, a late one, obviously. But uh, yeah, go on anyway. So uh... managed to speak to Mike and get on the bus. So went early Saturday morning. Uh, I think it was seven o'clock. I think it was. Yeah, it was early, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. So got there, stopped off. Great again. Uh, bacon sandwich on the way down. Fantastic. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, one stop, and then we got into Gillingham for quarter past twenty past twelve, right? Um, which was great. Uh, local constabulary weren't very helpful as we oh. walked, drove right round the pitch, right round the ground. Sorry, stopped outside the ground. Said, "Where do we park the buses?" And the guy looked as if we'd come off Mars, as oh. if to say, they'd "Never seen a bus at the ground before in their life." <laughs> so, Mike put a couple of calls in, and we found a place. And I think the official buses arrived about quarter of an hour maybe after us. So okay. they were there as well. Yep. Um, so it was an early turn up for everybody, really. Um, okay. And then we went to uh, a local watering hole for a few uh, a few jars. And they seemed to have the full rendition of Wrexham-related songs on the jukebox as well. Oh, that was handy. Um, yeah, so it was good, yeah. So it was all right, yeah. And that's, then, so good. Uh, that's good. So MH Travel did their bit. And they had yeah. bacon butties, and uh, I believe they uh, they had good sales of the uh, pies and stuff as well. Well, you've done that. Pie... That was 
that was the way home, you see. That's why I didn't you mention it. You saved it, did you, for on the way yeah. back? You had the yeah, you back. had a steak and Rex and Lager pie from the Pied Piper in T Paub. Oh. The pie review was nine and a half. It was really was it that good? God, it was full. The pie. I've never seen a pie with so much content in his life ever. I was surprised that when I saw I think you put, I can't remember which game it was, you put a price list in our little chat, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. And I was amazed because I thought that was everything was very reasonably priced because yeah. I, you know, uh, so it looks to me like they're almost doing it just to sell out rather than to make a bucket load of money on them. <coughs> yes, yeah, um, what normally happens. It's cost price, yeah. Everything yeah. is what they what they pay. Um, yeah. But that pie was oh my god, unbelievable! It yeah, was well, uh, it cheered the day up. But we'll we'll read back <laughs> where we were. Um, yeah, so obviously we get to the ground, uh, take our seats, and then. Obviously, the team had come out by okay, then. So let's 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 show that. So then let's let's talk about any surprises in it for you. I'm glad he agreed with me and put Tony Cliff in from the start. Yeah, so um, Tony came back in. Yeah, um, but I wasn't sure about the midfield pair, uh, midfield three. Right. So, uh, so Marriott and Fletcher started up front, which is yeah. a few people had asked for Marriott to start. Basically, I think they were sort of they were, they were still we've still got the hangover of that Mullin needs a rest type of uh, type of uh, sort of theory, wasn't it? So uh, Fletcher came back, uh, Marriott started. Um, so you were unsure. So when you say you're unsure, what's unsure mean? I didn't like McLean and Lee in the middle, away from home. Okay, not for me at all. Um, I felt that um, that Luke was really unlucky. Yeah, I thought it. I, that was the thing. That was the surprise for me. Uh, yeah, you've stolen my thunder. But the surprise for me was I thought he was good enough from the other game. Definitely. Start, irrespective of what you think of him, whether you think he's good enough or not at the end of his career or not, he'd done enough in that game. He should have started for me. But that's I, I, I don't know what we what your thoughts were, but. No, I, I completely agree with you. And, and if anything, I wouldn't have started Elliot Lee. I really, um, I think the midfield, that three worked really well at MK. It really, really did. Um, and that's probably been one of our best performances in the last three months, if right. I'm all being honest. Um, so I was disappointed, really, that Luke wasn't playing yeah, um, and that we, we went with that team. I was chuffed that Tunnicliffe come back in. I think yeah. he'd give us a, bit of a good balance at the back. Yeah, um, he's good on that left side, isn't he? He's comfortable, even though he's right-footed. He's comfortable there. So, yeah, and obviously yeah. with Mendy, and it, it just freshened it up a little bit, didn't it? it, it yeah, which you know isn't a bad thing sometimes. Okay, um, so yeah, I I was the same. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't fussed about what happened up front. So I wasn't precious, I should say, about what happened up front. I could understand why you might chop and change it. Um, but that was the one for me. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm amazed that he dropped Luke Young from that uh, from that from that performance the other night. Um, whether you, whether you thought it was good, bad, or indifferent, he he didn't deserve to be dropped in no. in, in my opinion. So uh, so yeah, um, so good and bad then from that game. What do you, what do you want to what do you want to say? What are the things? So I, I've got some notes. Should we go should we go through my notes just because yeah, that might that might spur yeah. you to, onto some yeah. inspiration. Yeah. Um so I was uh, in the final third we were hopeless. Both halves yeah. we were hopeless. Um uh so that was the that was uh, you put that down as a disappointment. That was the bad that was the bad side of, of that game. I was actually 
and a lot of people were obviously because of the results a lot of people were fed up and angry and disappointed and frustrated and all that type of stuff but the first 45 minutes i saw us trying to play football out from the back i saw owen o'connell constantly instead of pinging balls like toza does those big long diags he was trying to play it out from the back and that really encouraged me in the first half even though it was nil nil at half time and we I, I, I was i was adamant if we carried on doing that we would click a bit and we would uh, we would get a goal or two, um, but we stalled at half time. I don't know whether they stopped us or whether we got complacent because I thought we were in control of that game. I listened to that Jills in the Blood TV a couple of their things, and they were saying how even it was at half time and how you know they actually were probably a bit unlucky. I'm like, now nah, we were controlling that game. It was very unlike us to control possession uh, for so much to dominate it, um, and we had a couple of counter attacks which were good because, again, that's not something that we do a lot of. So we had a couple of counter-attacks. The downside were we wasted them, didn't we? We had yeah. that one ball where Barnett hit one too heavy to McLean and it was nearly out, I think, when he kicks it. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's really got a chance of pulling that back. Uh, and Barney had one or two that he took yeah. shots. Um, one he skewed wide, one went over the bar, I think. So, um, so the fact that we were having fewer long balls, trying to play football, I th- I was encouraged with that. The disappointing thing for me was what happened in the second half because we didn't we didn't do any of that really, um, and we conceded a soft goal in the fact that how is that guy free at the back? I think he's Masterson his name. How is he free at the back post on his own? I don't understand how that happens. Um, uh, and just that lack of cutting edge was the concern really for me. But I wasn't as disappointed as the messages you were sending. So tell us about your frustration. I just cannot believe that in this day and age, a squad like that just turns up and it was a can't be asked attitude. Okay. It was a second year. I've got to take I've got to give him a bit of praise here because I haven't been the greatest to him. But Max Clover, like I've said before now, he's turned into a man now. Without him, he is our for me. As much as Elliot Lee did what he did before Christmas, yeah. Max Bowers could be on for, for you know player of the season. He's up there because right. he has come on leaps and bounds yeah. and he settled into that back three. And, you know, it's his first time playing league football as well. But he's anyone who's coming out of credit for me now lately in these games. Yeah. Um, because at least you know what you're going to get from him. You're getting yeah. your seven weeks out of ten. Some of the people on the pitch... Andy Cannon, where did he go second half? Yeah. You know, where did he go? Um, because I'd love to know. And I just think, Lee, again, as much... Somebody made a comment on Twitter, I think it was last night I read it, um, not to dwell too much into last night's game, but how someone can have such a fall from being unbelievable to somebody now at the moment, you'll just, you'd forget, you know, you wouldn't have him in the starting eleven. Um yeah. Whether it's a confidence thing, I don't know. Um, but, you know, we just, there was no impetus at all. And even when Moles come on the pitch, you see, I've seen his look on his face when he went off the pitch. I think he shook hands with one player, the nearest centre-back to him, and then he stormed straight off the pitch, Mullin. He wasn't happy at all. Um, sort of applauded the fans, to be fair to him, as he always does, but was just shaking his head. And you could see the frustration in himself of just the way that we just, Took our foot. Well, we weren't we weren't going full pelt, but no. we sort of went from second, third gear just down to one gear, yeah. and it's been a familiar story time and time and time again. You know, 
not just myself, there's people there. I haven't been to all these away games, but they did all th- all three, if you four if you include last night. Yeah. And to get given performances like that on Saturday, yeah. it's just not good enough and it's not yeah. acceptable. Um and I'm yeah. sick, I'm sick and tired of it. Um but I think that the manager does realise this. Uh, you know, as much as it's only him who can change it, and and the players, obviously. But I think he's starting to get fed up with it now because his frustrations are, well, I'm not telling them to go and do that. So why are they going and doing that? Um, yeah, so I, I that that game, I I, I, I get all that. The, the, the minimum you expect is to turn up and, and fight at it, you know. Yeah. Uh, we used to say you've got to earn the right to play, and you do that by competing at the same level or higher to start with. And that's the disappointing thing when you go away in it, especially when you're hours on a bus and they don't even, it comes across that they're not even, uh, they're not even trying. Um, but I honestly think that we have made, a, having seen last night's game as well, which we'll talk about in a minute, I genuinely think we've made a conscious decision, uh, although whether we'll keep it up now O'Connell is gone, um, but I think we're genuinely of trying to play out from the back better and more than we have. Um, the amount of long balls that we haven't hit uh, when you're expecting them is it's phenomenal. The the difference. Um, but we look the rest of after, once it gets into midfield, it it it's stalling. It's like we're not really practicing our attacking movement and stuff, um, and we're having to sort of uh, you know paint by. I called it last night paint by numbers. And it's a bit slow and it's a bit predictable at the moment. Um, uh, but that I, I think that will come. I understand every, your frustration. And I've, you know, I've been a, should we call him a, a, a Phil Parkinson challenger for a while. I think what he's delivered, I'm surprised that people haven't been more demanding of him, perhaps, um, and the style of play. But actually, the last two games, some of, some of what I've seen has been much better but we haven't got the results and we haven't been free flowing yet. But it's weird how it, it's, it, I was, it's flipped me a little bit and I've been quite, I've been quite glad about what some of the stuff I've seen, but there's lots still that we need to get right. Uh, and I understand why you would say, and people are saying the same things as you. I get that. Uh, that's an interesting point though, that John just made only conceded, more than one goal twice since New Year. So the games, we are in the a lot of these games, aren't we? We're not just getting played off the park. Um, so, yeah, I'm encouraged by that. But we need to see the final third and that bit, you know, we need to see better there um, is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I made, I made a, a comment, I think it was last season, when I said about, you know, sometimes when we haven't been performing great at home, we yeah. sort of see, well, or maybe the Notts County and Chesterfield games where we sort of went, let's see what you've got. And then, you know, we've all, we can trust ourselves. We've got confidence in ourselves that we'll go to level four, gear four, and we can beat you. We can blow you away, which we were doing last year. I also do feel now that teams are going away from home. We're going, right, OK, let's see what this lot are up to. Let's see what they can give us. Because we're predominantly now, we're known as slow starters away from home. That, yeah, we are. That, that, yeah. that was... You know, that came into fruition again last night. Um, but, you know, I'm not saying it's easy to break down two blocks of four. I'm yep. not saying at all. You know, it can be, it's four and a five at some times as well. But we've got to have an, another a different way of playing. And I get what you're saying about playing out from the back. But when you're playing a low block and another four, it's easy. It's even easier because you're just sitting that, you're jockeying you know, across the right side. Right. So it's not... 
it, it, so it is if you're playing football at the pedestrian pace that we played it at. It's not. It makes no difference how you play technically, but it's not if you play quick, sharp, incisive, one and two touch, which in theory we should be able to do because we've got players that can do that because they're air quotes, what, League One quality is what we keep getting told, yeah? yeah. Uh, or, you know, the problem is I think they don't, it, they don't do that enough. I'm assuming they don't practice it enough. So that's why it looks pedestrian. Um, or is it that the players have not got faith in that tactic? Yeah, so um, Paul Coleman, if you follow it, I don't know if you follow Paul on Twitter, do you? I'm not sure. I don't think so, no. All right, Paul Coleman's a good follow on Twitter. If you want some balance, because he often talks about this, um, uh, he is very glass half empty, uh, and that's quite that's his right to be like that. Yes, you know, yeah. no problem with that. Um, uh, and he articulates, I think, quite well what he thinks is wrong. And that's one of his arguments at the moment. He says that he thinks the players look devoid, a bit devoid of confidence and like they don't believe in what they're trying to do. And they're frustrated by what they're being asked to do. Um, so that's it's quite interesting that you've said that as well. And you've obviously not read that he said that. No, so there are obviously no. other people who think that. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you can be told that you're of a better level all the time. Yeah. You can be told in training and things like that, whatever. and then. You know, it's a confidence thing for football, we know that. But we, when it's not working, it's not going your way, yeah. you do need that guidance. You know, we all do. It's not just in yeah. football, it can be in life, you yeah. know. Um, I just think we've changed, we've come up with, with an, a plan idea or a plan or a tactic, which we've all been saying there has never been a plan B. So we've got, you know, we, sometimes what do they say, be careful what you wish for. So we've got that in some ways, a different way of playing. And, you know, it is noticeable, um, but we just don't look comfortable. It's Is it to a dismay of our attacking progress? Because I think another stat I've seen was, is it out of the last nine we've won two, scored seven, got maybe eight goals now Mullins went in and conceded 14, something like that. Okay. Um, so it's not a great stat at all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. About I, it, something dropped off from our goal scoring. Now everyone yeah. can say oh, all our strikers uh, out of form. Yeah. People can say that. I think it's worth pointing out what Humphrey made um, a point about Mullin as well about managing his time. So there must be another injury there which we don't know about. I think they just don't want to run him into the ground. I think they've learned that lesson. Yeah. I would say, but uh, I get the point. Yeah. So I'm wondering whether there is something there we're not sure of. You look at you wait. You know we both do fan hub. You haven't got a clue what team to pick. <laughs> yeah, but it is a lottery, like in it. Yeah, you know, Dalby can be favour starting. Then he's not even in. Then he's fifth choice. In the squad. He's yeah. not even in the squad. Same with Ollie. Yeah. Maybe not as much starting, but Ollie is on the bench. Then he's not involved for two. Yeah. Then he's back on the bench, brought on with twenty-five minutes to go in some games or whatever. And you're just thinking, if I'm not sure what he's going to do, what are they thinking? Um, you know, because. I get he's given a run. I think um, Rob Ryan Red put a stat up about the partnerships since for the season. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. People have played together and things like that, whatever. But there's that many different options, which you can say, oh, well, you've got a squad and of high cost players and that, whatever. But we can't find the right one at the moment. Yeah. It, um, does, it definitely feels like he's searching. 
He's searching yeah. at the moment. He's not settled, is he? Uh, and some of that is because he can't get settled because we keep getting injuries, uh, yeah, which yeah. is another issue. Um, but it doesn't feel like he's found what he's looking for yet. We don't know what that is other than it'd be simple to say a winning team, but I, I, I think it's a bit more to it than that, isn't there? He's definitely searching at the moment. You could say that maybe we've put our focus onto our defending side of the team. Too much, maybe. And yeah. maybe took a little bit off the... It's affected the front players a little bit. Okay. Um, you yeah. know, because... And I know, listen, we've we scored goals in the last two years of, of that long ball up to Ollie, uh, feeding it off and Moles gets on the run or on the, on, on the last man and things like that, whatever. And we get that. But nobody complains about it when we're winning, do they? No, no. Yeah. It when the results don't go our way. Um, yeah. And this is where... It is getting a happy medium, getting the balance of it right. But I will say now, if we if this team had been firing properly since Christmas, yeah, we'd be eight points clear in this league. Yeah, we've been nobody lucky. Wants to win that league. Nobody wants to win it at the moment. That's no, how it feels. Right. Yeah. Um, and if someone put a good run together, they will go on and win it. You know, it'd be great if it was us, but we've got three places there, but we've got a battle on our hands to get in that three. And yeah. I just feel that we lost form, didn't we? At, we've lost at the just the wrong time where the others you're never going to know when other people are going to slip up but okay. it's just coincided that we slipped up when they slipped up and vice versa isn't it yeah we've, we've been lucky that we haven't let and as we've collapsed everybody else around us yeah. has sort of yeah. uh, stammered but i just wanted to point something out which i think is quite interesting um uh, john here said uh, players need to bear more responsibility than parky and i just the other day i put a tweet out and i don't know if you saw it uh, and I just, it, I, it was just, it's, it struck me the other day that we, the centre forwards were all getting uh, flack, was the, the word I used, for not scoring enough goals. So everyone's just going, the centre forwards aren't doing their jobs, basically. I did see it, yeah, I know what you're going to say, I, yeah. yeah. I would, uh, I would challenge that back up a little bit and say, one, what service are they getting? Because they're not getting a great amount of service. And secondly, who else is helping them? So if you think about, Midfield and some of the defenders. Uh, I will just, I'll just share the tweet so that so that people can see it. I think we, I think it would be fair for Parky uh, to, to turn around to a few of the other players and say, you know, you should be helping these lot boys. It's not just down to them, is it? Um, so I had a look on uh, whatever site I had look at the sort of league goals, um, and uh, although I didn't put Elliot Lee in here, so I, uh, for for some reason. Uh, but I did mention him uh, saying that basically Elliot Lee, Will Boyle and James Jones, so Boyle's on three goals, James Jones is on four goals, are probably around where you would say is an acceptable amount of goals. You know, they're at the level at least, maybe more, but they're definitely at the level. But then I look at some of the other players, like, you know, Andy Cannon's got one goal from midfield. You know, that's not that's not enough. Needs more. No. Um George Evans, again, I know he's a defensive midfielder, but you would expect him to chip in with two, three, four, five goals, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. You know, the centre-halves, you look at Owen O'Connell, uh, Ben Tozer, Aaron Hayden, obviously he's been in and out with injury. Cleworth, you know, there's barely a goal between them. And then your wing-backs, who again, their job is to create and score as well. Uh, Mendy's got a couple, McLean's got a couple. Is that enough? Barnett's got none. Would you expect a bit more? I can't put Bolton on there a bit too soon. Um, would you not expect them to have a few more? Because that I, I, you know, one I, of those goals can be the difference yeah. between winning a game and losing a game, can't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be expecting now 
for our wing backs to be on half a dozen. No. I, mean, I mean, somewhere around half a dozen at the end of a season would be a good tally, I think. I'm not yeah. sure by now, um, but, you know, I think uh, I, uh, that's my challenge is that I, I don't think it's fair to lay it all at the door. I'm not saying they're perfect, right? I understand everyone's frustrations with, with Paul. You know, sometimes, I mean, even last night we had a, an example where he threw himself on the floor and he actually trapped the ball in the middle of the box. And it stopped us in an attack because he was looking for a penalty. I don't think he was barely touched. So I get all the flack that they're getting. I do get it, but I don't think it's purely down to them. Now, for defenders to score, we need better set-piece routines, don't we? You cannot um, just be lumping a ball into the middle of the box or the favourite one at the moment is the back post. That's what they think. A clever free kick is hitting it to the back post. It's not good enough. We're in League Two now. The bar has been raised. These people have really good set-piece routines. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the other end of the scale, I was watching Arsenal at the weekend. Uh, I think they were on the telly at uh, Newcastle. Uh, and they're the highest goal scorers from set yeah. pieces. They've got 19, I think, because they scored one or two the other night. And I was watching their their movement at set pieces. It's incredible. Um, you know, what are we doing that's clever? We're not. We just lump the ball into the box. Uh, we're lucky. Hayden used to score loads because he could jump higher than everybody else. That's why he used to yeah. score them. They weren't particularly brilliant set pieces. And I think we just need to go back to the, to the training ground um, and be a bit cleverer, a bit smarter, um, uh, and and throw that challenge down to those other players. Because if I was Andy Cannon, I'd be wanting more than one goal by this point in the season. Um, and, you know, same to the others. Um, so, yeah, that, I don't, and I don't know whether you agree with that. You feel free to disagree. Uh -huh. but that's my that, that was just my yeah. take. I think I've read somewhere that set pieces wise, and I mean corners and throw-ins, I include, include that now. Yeah. We yeah. are down by, I think it's touching 18 goals of right. set pieces. Okay. Now, granted, Luke Young hasn't been playing, and I'm not saying that's the reason why we haven't scored it, because we've also got to put into context the level. The level between the National League and League Two. But yeah. then you look at the level and you go, we haven't been doing that. We haven't been as free scoring as we are, but we're still sat fourth in the league with a good chance to win the league. So then, so your mind play, is playing with it itself because it's going to you, well, we haven't been doing great, but we're still sat there. So what would we have done if we had, you know, we're not saying we would have gone on and lost only three games or two games all season. We're not saying that. We knew we'd lose, team, lose to teams, different grounds, you know, full-time. They're all full-time teams. but. It does ponder the question of if we'd had a set piece person in from the start with a bit more routines to catch teams out. Yeah. We where would it. we be now? Yeah. And I do I, I completely understand it because we used to be last year we had got a throw in nine times out of ten we knew you could probably name two of the goal scorers couldn't you? Hayden yeah. would get one and Mullen would probably get a scrap or something. You knew straight away. I think it was something daft like I think we had sixteen assists off throw ins last year. Um, yeah. Which I understand. The higher up you go, it's going to be yep. they're going to defend better. Yeah, but we need to do something at these corners, like you say. It, even Set if we pieces. just yeah, just just up. just some variety. Try something different. We got a bit look. We we worked some really good ones with uh, Fletcher spinning to the back post, scored one or two. Mullin was doing that at the end of last season. But a spin to the back post is run of the mill in this league. <laughs> That's not clever. Yeah. Um, no. So uh, we need to be, uh, you know, some cr crossing and blocking is what we, uh, and, uh, that's controversial after the Liverpool game, uh, for those people that see it, saw it, because Liverpool, had, I don't know if you saw it, Liverpool had a goal ruled out for a block 
Um, right. And that's very rare now in football that they give that decision. Um, but that's so that's what we need to be a bit better at is, you know, movement, crossing and blocking um, uh, to confuse people um, is what I would say. I, I don't know about you, but I know when, when you were younger and you played football, if, yeah. if the coach or the manager said to you, we're doing a crossing and finishing session, that was like massive, wasn't it? That was like, that was wow. Favourite bit. That was my favourite bit. That was... And you know what? Maybe that's just what we need. I was thinking to myself, is it that we just need a bonding session? You know, right, let's cut the cut it now, lads. Draw a line in the sand. Let's all go out, temping bowling or whatever. Do whatever. Cocktail bar. Have a few beers. Let our air down, you know. And then we just reset and go again. Because we wouldn't yeah. be the first team to do it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of clubs, uh, the big clubs go mid-season breaks now, don't they? That's the, uh, you know, that's the beauty that they have when they have those winter breaks that we don't have in the EFL. Um, okay, so back to the game then. Anything, anyone, anything else that you want to pick out? Any particular sort of incidents or performances before we uh, we move on to last night? I think we could have played in goal for Gillingham, that lad, 40 years of age. And that was um, I, I put a tweet out about that. I got a bit of stick actually off uh, off somebody I can't remember, but he, he he was forty years old. I think that was his first game of the season, and yeah. I don't think I think he hardly had anything to say. I mean, he did really well on that Fletcher one, but that was that was reactionary. That little sort of overhead kick that Fletcher did, it was straight at him. What he was lucky that it yeah. hit, hit him in the chest and sort of or yeah. shoulder bounced over. He did well for that. But what else did we do? I you know one quick line, wasn't it? Wasn't it? That was yeah. uh, That's it. He could have had a couple remember, of minutes with me, and that he'd have been fine. When we were playing football, it would have been like this lad's in goal. He's forty. He hasn't played all season. Let's 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 test him in the first ten minutes. Have yeah. you know? Get on the edge of the box, have a shot. Uh, you know, and there was none of that, and that just surprises you, doesn't it? Yeah, it don't know. It does. You know, we should have. Uh, we should have at least first half. You know, you don't mind if we've got if we have ten shots. Nine away would one's on target. That could be the one that goes in, isn't it? Don't shoot, yeah. you don't score. But that was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was disappointing. Especially with some of the players that, like, okay, it went with McLean and Lee in the middle, but we didn't have a shot off any of them. Yeah, you know? that's the yeah, that's the uh, the disappointing. Uh, that is the disappointing thing. I think Aaron just put a post here that said uh, the bet midfielders scored almost as many goals as the strikers. I think Elliot is Elliot Lee on about twelve or thirteen. So it, it won't be far. You won't be far. Well. You know, it's 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 not quite, but it, I I understand the sentiment. I'm just thinking Moles is on eleven or twelve now, isn't he? And Palmer's got five. Fletcher will have about five, but basically you're not far you're not far off. You know the the uh, the midfield uh, that 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 midfield status is heavily skewed by Elliot Lee's goals. Um, uh, that's the thing about that. So could be uh, the lowest team to get promoted. The team with the lowest amount of goals scored to get promoted. That'd be a good stat to look at for next week. We'll look for that one. Yeah. Um uh Jess has just shown up. Good evening, Jess. Um I have so anything else then? Uh, I think I stole the thunder there, really. Um no, no, no. Just the pie. At least the pie cheered the whole uh, the whole day up on the way home. <laughs> the pie was on the uh, the way back. Yeah, uh, Toza's not been for the set throw-ins. Uh, well, I think Max Cleworth is taking that responsibility now because they've sort of designated him because it was George Evans for a while, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Max Cleworth and Jordan Davis have both got long throws, so uh, we've learned in the uh, what was that the Bristol Street Motors Trophy? We learned that, so yes. uh, we might see a little bit of them. Uh, John said we might see a bit of a bit more of Jordan. Um, 
which was he got on a bit. Uh, we'll come on to this in a minute, but he did get a little bit longer than last night, didn't he? That was, uh, you know. So I mean, uh, I'll be honest with that. I get that other people have got long throws, but like you said, when you've got a lad who can jump higher than anybody else, it works. And he has to play in for what different reasons, predominantly injuries. That that you you lose your weapon, don't you? You lose your threat. Yeah. Anyway. Because you know the every every team's got big centre halves who are capable in the air, aren't they? So you just you're nullified. You have got no advantage. Um, so that's the uh, that's the uh, that's part of the issue. Uh, Michael's put a couple of points points in here about players. Uh, why would players bond when some are going? Uh, and I think did I see certainly again he put a post here saying certain players going at the end of the season. That is a concern for me, and I've said that before. I can't remember which game it was. We had Tunnicliffe, Hayden and Tozer at the back recently, in the last month. And I was just yeah. thinking, you know, that's three players that, uh, and I've, I, keep, I keep repeating it, so at some point I'll stop repeating this, but that's three players who basically, as far as we know, so maybe we're wrong, but there's no talk about them getting new deals that I've heard. Um, so uh, and you, maybe you'll tell me different. So those three players, I think, you know, what would you be thinking as one of those players? Thinking, you know, why do I need to put my neck on the line here? If I if I injure myself, I've got no future, uh, you know. So, uh, you know, I think there is, there, there might be something in that, that we have got quite a few that are out of contract. Um, the flip side to that is look at Luke Young. Luke Young has been admirable in his, uh, you know, um, and I think his, con- is his contract up or have I made that up? His yeah. contract's up, in it? So, yeah. So, um, so that's the flip side to that. Um, but uh, so, yeah. So that was a miserable day. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting that Mark Griffiths got a bit of stick. Did you see that tweet going around? Yes, I did. Yeah. 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 I didn't pick in up the, on it to start clip, with. In the clip of it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pick up on it to start with. Um, and I only mention it really because I didn't get his commentary last night. I got the BB, whatever the yeah, local BBC yeah. one is, is what we had. Yeah. It sounds like they had a technical glitch, even though they were co- they were commentating. It just didn't pick yeah. up in the feed or something. Um, but I, I, and I watched, so I had to watch the clip back. I actually first came across it. I was I was listening to a podcast, a League Two podcast, and it was quite interesting. I I, I can't even remember what it's called. I don't even think I should should promote them because I actually wrote in the comments quite frustratedly that they moaned about Wrexham uh, getting all the media and all the attention and all they do in this podcast is moan about Wrexham even though it's a league two podcast so it's like well you you know you are the self-fulfilling prophecy aren't you you're yeah, just yeah. talking about us we're not asked you to talk about us um and they were talking about Mark and they were giving him some stick because he'd gotten a couple of names wrong and I was like I listen to I follow fairly regularly and they all get names wrong. It's like, you know, um, it was a Bradford fan he was, this this lad that was talking. I was just like, honestly, the, the Wrexham bashing is getting ridiculous now. But I, I, that, that you know, to, to go on about him, getting a, way of getting a visiting team's names wrong was just farcical. Because, like, you know, I, I couldn't get half the names right. You know, you're there watching, either in the ground or watching as they do sometimes from the race course, watching the TV feed. You don't know those players, do you? Um, and I, no, I just didn't think that was that. I didn't think that was, uh, you know, that, no. I mean, there's two things. I mean, the guy last night didn't know Barney's name in the first half, yeah. He, uh, he got his name in the second half, and we all do it, you know. We did, we'd ask Alex now if Cleaver. he was, you know, Alex, you know, Alex thought Ollie, Alex thought that Ollie Palmer didn't play at MK last week, but, you, know, <laughs> you know, we all do it, don't we? We all get it wrong, so we, you know, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> 
I did clip that. Uh, yeah. I should have clipped that one as well. I, I'll have to. I maybe I'll have to do that. But I did clip the other the other clip. Uh, yeah, which was uh, which was brilliant. Um, so you know, it happens to the best of us, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron just saying, Mark's a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, most of these people are, to be honest. Um, to be honest, Aaron, and, a lot of these people to be, are. To be fair, Mark goes to the majority of the game. Very rarely he misses. And he has oh, seen. Yeah. I we see it on the streams, don't we? Newport, Accrington, Gillingham. It's as if they have won promotion that they beat us. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong, but, you know, if we did it, we'd be sick and tired of doing it, wouldn't we, at home? Yeah. You know, you know it's one yeah, of them I know things. What you mean. I... If, that's, if that's your, you know, the the mentality, and sometimes that maybe just give us a little bit of an insight as to when Parky and the fat and the players do say, you know, we are like, we are most hated. And you yeah. sense it when we go to these grounds. Then yeah. them reactions you see when they win yeah. are a bit. But he wasn't saying anything about him. He was just highlighting no. the fact that that's exactly. what was happening. That's what I don't yeah. understand. And it's like yeah. uh, the way it's been spun is just BS, in my opinion. But visual, we're biased. I get that. So if you can't visualize, the, you can't see the uh, the action. Then yeah. he's the audio commentary. That's what he's there to do. Correct. Yeah, and yeah. he was just describing it. So. All right, so we move on from Gillingham then, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about something that was, uh, well, better, worse, indifferent. <laughs> so we rock up at whatever it's called, that uh, vegan ground, uh, Forest Green. Yeah. Um, and uh, do we start with the team. Shall I bring the team up just to refresh our memory? Should we start there? Yeah. Is that the best, best place to start, I think, isn't it? Because sometimes there is changes and stuff that... Uh, uh, and we certainly did get changes again last night. Just to go back to your uh, your point of it's uh, does feel like a lucky dip or a lottery some weeks of who's going to start, yeah. doesn't he? Um, so last night Aaron Hayden came in out of nowhere. <laughs> it's, presumably he's been giving these players a week off after playing to get fit and make sure there's no injuries. Is that you know because Hayden came in, McLean reverted back to left wing back. He brought Young back in. Uh, and then Mullin came in uh, to play up front with Fletcher, and then Palmer got back on the bench, didn't he? Um, and Max got, yeah, Max got moved. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, Max moved sides to to accommodate. Got, got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he wasn't even on the. Was he even on the bench? I don't think he was. Not sure. Um, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No. Well, uh, so, Saturday was the other again. Which... Yeah, so I think he, I think he's just not risking him. He's given him that chance to rest after the uh, after the yeah. exertion of a game. Is all I can think of. So, uh, what were your thoughts when you when you saw that? I was pleased that Luke Young come back in. Yeah, I say. Yeah, um, and I think Moles as well. I don't know. Just just you just had that bit of a feeling that do you know what tonight could be the night. Um, yeah. And then we kicked off, really. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and then we kicked off and went, "What? What's going on here?" Um, I get why Forest Green were going to play like that. They were never going to play any other way. Um, you know, it was it was probably going to be more the fact of that they were going to soak up the pressure, try and grab a goal on the set piece or a counter attack. Yeah, not just did one after three minutes or two minutes, was it? Whatever. No, I think that. So I think that um, again. I've done some. Uh, I've done. I've done some notes, but let's let's just start at the start. I guess. I think the 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 early goal threw us for about fifteen minutes. 
because we did settle down a bit and start trying to play again. And O'Connell, much to my delight, was brilliant at, at, at pulling the ball out of the air rather than just heading it, pulling it down on his chest and starting to play. Clareworth too, but Hayden has this habit while he's getting his fitness back or whether Parky's told him, it's like a hot potato. And that goal comes because he knocks an aimless long ball that breaks down. I think it gets headed away. And then Luke Young has that terrible touch, sadly, for him, doesn't he? You know, it's early in the game. He's cold. No excuse, unfortunately. Um, and then I'm not sure. I'm still not sure what happened on O'Connell. He lost his foot, lost his feet or something. Um, and that fell us through then on Arthur and slots it home. Uh, I'm still adamant. I've, I need to see it again. I'm still. I. I still don't think it was Arthur's fault. I thought uh, Tim from Fearless was a, a little bit harsh on uh, on Arthur on that when he uh, when he pointed that out and said he was in no man's land. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, you can have you can plan all week, but then that happens. And what 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 do you do? <laughs> you know, you've but, conceded a, a soft goal after was it three minutes or whatever it was. We've clearly watched the video from Tram their game against Tranmere the weekend. Was it Tranmere? I think yeah. So. I don't understand Hayden coming in. I'm not saying Tony Cook should have stayed stayed in. If, like you say, if we go on the prefaces that he's changed, he's given them a rest, that whatever, because they were only going to ever play one up front, and he was ne- yeah. and he was enough for O'Connell to cope with quite easily, comfortably. Yeah. So we know the tactic that we know the formation is not going to change. Well, we'll get onto that a little bit later on because I think it did. It did change, obviously, but it that was just change. A, we'll talk about that because it's a myth. Yeah. It's a myth, that, but I get what you mean. Yeah, go on. But I just don't I don't get why bring him in to shuffle the back three. The less to me, the less changes you do in the back line, the better. Yeah. So yeah. Max have been playing on the right Saturday, and people say, "Oh yeah, but he's only shuffling over to the left." It's a completely different game from over there. Yeah, it is. It's when you're right footed as well. You know, uh, um, well, the do- he's dominantly right-footed as well. It's not like yeah. he's got two feet. He is dominantly right-footed, and that can be a problem depending on what you how you're trying to play. Um, that's hence why Boyle's got back in because he yeah. wanted the left footer back. Uh, yeah. Tony Cliff is right-footed, but he's comfortable there, so he will use yeah. his left foot, Tony Cliff, especially to send long balls. Um, but um, he's he's moved him. Uh, Brian's just put. I don't get why Clowers switched over. He's done it to to accommodate Hayden. Yeah, basically, if because uh, Hayden is so he's the opposite, isn't he? He is dominant yeah. on that right chant, that right side. That's exactly why he's Clareworth is the victim of the fact that he's brought Hayden in. Um, but it didn't affect Clareworth because I thought Clareworth, as Kath says, I she liked she's put Clareworth here. She didn't think Clareworth was good. She was raving about Barney last night. Um, so. Uh, um, <laughs> But I said Clareworth was man of the match for me. I thought he looked really good again. Um, not, you know, I thought he coped admirably. Um, and I thought he, it was harsh on that goal on Saturday because I don't think it was a foul on that lad that they got the free kick from. Yeah. Um, I should have pointed that out before. But um, so so that's why he's moved him, isn't it? Like Brian says, that's a coaching error. Well, you know, Hayden would really struggle on the left. Max is probably slight, technically slightly better, so he's, he's the one to move, isn't he? But um, then... What, or you play Tunnicliffe and you just leave Max where he was, or you bring so Tozer in, or whatever, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only option he's got, really, is that if Tunnicliffe isn't playing, so he's ruled him out of the squad, Yeah. then why would you move your centre mid, your centre defender, O'Connell, who's been dominant there for the last few games, move him to the left, just to bring Tozer in, to leave Max where he was, you know, it, it, 
you're shuffling, you, you're playing drafts, aren't you? There, you're shuffling people along when you don't really need to move a lot. Um, so I you thought know, Toza would come in. To be honest, I thought if anybody was coming in, I thought it was going to be Toza. So I was amazed that it wasn't him. Yeah, so. I mean, I think what Saturday did. Just going back quickly to Gillingham by Toza not coming in, that to me sort of went. I like the way we're thinking here. We haven't just gone back to what we're used to. Okay. Yeah, and I and I'm I'm insistent that after they settled after that uh, after that goal, they were trying to play football again, but it kept it broke down again at that part that it does, where uh, you know in the final third, we you just you know we there was a couple of things from Mulls, but there just wasn't enough, was there? No, the passing. I think there was McLean, Cannon, Lee. Mulls was dropping in, and and then Luke Young was sort of dropping deeper. And it was going always going back to Young to then to try and switch to go to Hayden to Barney. And that yeah. happened in quite a few phases of play. But it was just too tight and compact in there. All the space was on the right, wasn't it? And that's why... Yeah, that's why, it, yeah, that's why they it, used it, yeah. Why Cassett, you know, when Barney got it, it looked to us doing more because we'd shifted the ball quickly. But it goes yeah. back to what you said before when you're playing against the low block. It depends how quick you move the ball. The yeah. one check football we were playing... It might look good on the eye, but we won't get anywhere. No, we it was a bit Notts County, is how we yeah. were describing it last yeah. night. It yeah. was uh, Notts County, you're famous for that. It's slow and methodical. There was two things. Um, uh, the, the, the the play in the final third was slow and methodical. So it that paint by numbers, a good defender can read it and they can get back into shape and defend it, can't they? Yeah. And the second thing that was really driving me nuts, and I saw a couple of other people uh, post about it was the quality of our crossing. We oh. insist on doing these high loopy balloon crosses. That is food and drink for a defender. A centre Richard half. Keogh. Yeah, Richard Keogh has been doing that for the whole of his career. Yeah, that's food and drink for him. So um, it, it it doesn't allow you to um, you know a forward on a header or a midfielder sometimes needs we need to be able to generate the power from the ball coming in, and you don't get that with those loopy crosses. Those we've got one of the best headers of the ball in the division in Fletcher, you know. Whip that ball in for him, um, you know, and just let him guide the ball in. Um, he doesn't need to thump it, uh, and it was it was it's so easy to defend, and that's the problem. Um, but they must see that. I don't believe they they don't see it. Yeah, I mean, also with the crossing, sometimes if 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 we're going to do that and you've got no success, then if it's Barney or McLean, then they just need to roll it back. So if it's a case of probably on the right, it'd be Luke Young or Cannon would whip it in, wouldn't they? Um, I know, I think Elliot Lee did a couple in the second half, didn't he? Of um, sort of crossing from a deeper deeper position, but but sort of out wide. I think it went in the keeper's hands and one went out of place, that type of thing like that. But yeah. you've got to vary it up, um, which is what we sometimes, we can't see it at all. Yeah. Yeah, Brian just said we had better chances when Barney was taking to the corner and crossing in. I agree they were better once he stopped his step over. Watch the highlights again. The step over wasn't helping him last night. Um, it wasn't creating space for him. Um, and once he started to whip balls in sooner, that gave us a little bit of an advantage. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, I'll come on to something. I've got, I've got a... a comment on here so we'll come on to something after the full-time whistle in a minute um, oh, yeah. was i mean 
we just didn't that we were trying to create but we didn't um for me it's got to be quicker sharper uh one to you know get back into that free-flowing fluid football is is what i would like um i don't want i don't want to see any more i although I, I i say that after I did put last night at 70 minutes, just put Palmer on and let's knock it long ball then because <laughs> we weren't getting anywhere. Um, but let's just talk about the um, plan B. So Phil Parkinson does have a plan B, but it's just a formation change. It's not a change in the way we attempt to play football, is it? So plan B that he developed is, the, is that 4-4-2 diamond that he developed halfway through last year. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm doing him a disservice, but we started to see it a bit more when we started chasing games. Now we, sw- I, I, Michael Starkey was sending me messages, and I sent him a message saying probably on eighty minutes we'll switch to the diamond. But we actually did it on about sixty minutes, and Parkey actually said he was going to do it at half time in the, uh, yeah, in his interview. But he didn't because he felt we were getting back into the game, and we looked like we might get a goal. Where his, I think was was his intention. So, um, what were your thoughts on that? Because as I say, for me. It's it's we're just putting people in different positions and we're not really changing anything in terms of how we play. But what are your thoughts on that? I would say from last night's performance, and I'm going to bring the substitutes into this when we did the change of it, we did not have a clue what we were doing. There's certain individuals on that pitch. Go on. No, there's certain individuals on that pitch in the second half who didn't have a clue where they were playing. Because we ended up with we ended up with Jordan Davis and Elliot Lee. As the two sort of number eights, we ended up with Mullin as the number ten. We had Fletcher and no Palmer and Marriott. Did we have up front? Yeah. I think at the time. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who was sitting as anchoring midfield. Was it Cannon? I think was anchoring midfield because did Luke Young go off? I've lost track now. I've slept. Well, Luke Young went to the right, then he went off. Right. Jordan Davis was at one point left, very left, and McLean was playing just ahead of him. And it, it just didn't work out that way either. They, it didn't work, is, is, is the be all and end all. Everyone can say, oh, yeah, we got a goal from it. We got a goal from a bad tackle by a yeah, stupid yeah. defender who would probably have been told by his manager. I actually yeah. felt that when Mullin went into number 10 role, his game raised another level. Yeah, you know why that is? Because he is just a pure, he's purely a better footballer facing the goal rather yeah. than back to goal looking for long balls, um, getting the ball early. In that space, um, and I'd love to, a lot of people have mes- mentioned that today. Get it, put it, get him in that number ten position at home for me against Bradford. Right, I'm, oh, no, no joke. Um, I'd have gone for them. I'd have gone four three three, and I'd have gone for them playing quick, fast football in the first ten minutes, and we'd have we'd have been two nil up, and they'd have, they'd have collapsed like a pack of cards. But we didn't. We left them in the game, if you remember, and then they snatched. I know we saved the penalty, but then they snatched it at the end because we kept them in the game. Go out and kill these teams off, honestly. Yeah. And I'm going to make a summary now, and people are going to say, what do you mean? Paul Mullen is a far better footballer than what people give him credit for. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's not just a finisher. He's a better footballer. Yeah, he is a very, very good footballer. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, he shown Elliot Lee up last night when he went into that hole because... That's a bit harsh. Cause no, no, I think... no, because Elliot Lee, Elliot Lee hasn't been doing it. What, no, Paul, Mullen doing, yeah. what Paul Mullen was doing last night is what Elliot Lee should be doing from the start and what Elliot Lee was doing at the start of games, start of the season. So I'm sorry for me, he is the one now who, who drops. He goes, Elliot Lee. Toza did it when he was out of form. Yeah, rested. Lee has got to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's got to go, go because he's not doing it. 
And like you say, let's change it up. Everyone knows what Wrexham do, and predominantly you can guess the team. You know, give or take. Obviously, our record on FanHub is pathetic, but you've got to change it. And just by putting him in that hole yeah. would make a hell of a difference on Saturday. Okay. It really would. So Hughes just put a comment here, which um, I'll just... Uh, he said, McLean is not a wing-back. Um, I think he's looked better in midfield, ironically. Um, or he looked better as a forward in a couple of those games that he uh, that he that he played. There was one yeah. specifically in the uh, the tro in the trophy that he came on with Moles and looked lethal. Port Vale, yeah, Port Vale, yeah. Um, and there was one. There was a game recently actually that he played further forward. I can't think who it is, but he looked good. Um, but I, so I don't think he was the problem last night. No, but I but I I agree with what you're saying because I've done breakdown videos and if you watch him, he's he's, he's just not a defender. So things happen behind him and he's not aware of what's going on. Um, so I'd second that. Um, but I don't think he's the pro. He's not the problem at the moment. So I, I you know um, I thought Mendy had played well the other day. I thought he was harsh to to drop out again. I didn't yeah. think Mendy was the problem from the other day. So. Um, Again, we've got these selection issues, haven't we? That uh, just a, they're a bit like I don't know, they're a bit random. Um, but let's talk about that. Let's wrap it up with that full time. Um, that full time. What, what do we want to call it? Incident. Yeah, a clip. Yeah. Uh, so Carolyn had pointed it out. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Are we? Are we assuming that everybody's seen it? Did it? Uh, uh, I'm. I'm gonna have to make that assumption that everybody saw that. Uh, that clip. It certainly went around social media. I didn't see it at the time, ironically, because I think I'd gone to Twitter to see what what was going on, and what the reaction was. Um, and probably to write how frustrated I was, uh, or how we'd got out of jail. Basically, is probably what I would have. Uh, what I would have. Um, and I guess we should have talked about the free kick. It was definitely a less. It was definitely a penalty. It's possibly even a card. Uh, I've seen lots of people talking about it. I think the only reason it's not a card. Did he get a yellow? Got a yellow, yeah. Oh, he did. I think the only reason it's not a red card is because it's so late in the game. I think if that's after fifteen minutes, he's gone. I'm not saying that's what it should have been. Um, or that's right that that's what happened. I, that's the only thing I can fathom as as to why he hasn't sent him off because he's out of control. Uh, and he does catch Mullin. It's quite reckless. So uh, I think it should have been a card. But it was definitely a penalty. I don't. There's no doubt. There's people. No. Argue, their manager saying it's not a penalty. I'm like, what are you? That's like um, talking about. I did. I uh, seen a comment. This is a few years ago now. That Steve Cottrell said he'd be England manager one day. Yeah, that's just as. So oh, I'll just, oh, right. I'll, I'll throw that back at him as if to say, if that's not a penalty, he shouldn't be anywhere near involved with football. If that's not a yeah, penalty, it's a wall penalty. Um, uh, so, uh, so, so full time, the whistle goes and we get this, uh, we get this clip of Parky, Steve Parkin, and Aidan Davison just making their way onto the pitch. I think they've done their handshakes and stuff, haven't they, from, uh, from memory. Um, and they're debating something and we've got no context to this. We've got no, uh, I'd be interested to see what people's thoughts are on what they were talking about. But they didn't look like they were talking. It looked like they were rowing. Is that the right word? I'd say maybe, a, yeah. Heated he debate. Heated yeah. debate. It was debate, something. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, what were your thoughts when you saw that? <clears throat> Is it maybe we should be grateful for the point and move on? Kind of conversation. Or don't go in there again and give them both barrels. You know? It's or like he did say. I think the guy who interviewed him said 
is it it's not a season changing point but uh a point where you can now move on and go on it was sort of an end of the of the way travel type of five games in the month long month right okay that's finished with now now we go in for the final running type of thing i think it's because you find the post you keep talking i'm going to try and find the post because i I think think it looks worse than that so public and everyone's going to guess at it aren't they because until someone comes out and says what it was about nobody's got any idea and people will guess um and they're right to do that because it was strange to see it straight after the final whistle let me uh, let me just. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to multitask here. I will share it just for people who haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm intrigued at uh, uh, what. So this uh, this was up. Can you see that? All right, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is the this is the clip. I've turned the volume off. This is the clip. It's probably not the best quality, but. Yeah, it looks like there's some F words there from Steve Parkin. Aiden Davidson looks like quite I think he's super laid back, Aiden Davidson. He's Parky looks frustrated. Is Steve Parkin still going? Steve Parkin said something and Parky's not liked it. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. It, body language wise. That definitely that's yeah. something that, that's how I read what. Yeah. The question is what? Um but I mean, if we, you know, we have this disagreements all the time in and out of football, you know, in training grounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's all that. Uh, but it's just we're looking for things at the moment because the the form is is off. So we're looking for things, aren't we? We're looking for signs of positive, uh, anything positive to hang our hat on. And then you see that, and you're like, oh, for God's sake, you know, what what's going on there? I think so, that could uh, be blown up massively out of proportion. I think I've seen a few people say, oh, things must be bad behind the scenes. Just by seeing that, that doesn't say yeah, to me say, things yeah. are bad things at all. It just means it's a matter of opinion, and maybe you know it could just be. Um, maybe Steve Parkin said we could have won that game if we'd gone for that change at half time. Yeah, that's the type of thing know. I would have thought yeah. it would have. Yeah. yeah, type of thing. And Parkin's maybe said, "Well, I thought something different." Whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I just I saw a, a a tweet off Hugh there, uh, a message off Hugh. So some people are saying Mullin left his leg in to be fouled. When I saw it in real time, I think Mulls knew exactly what he was doing. I think he could see this player was coming, and I will say he made sure that the slide tackle hit him. Uh, but the, the tackle is still out of control. It's going to hit him somewhere. Um, so I can understand what people are saying with that. But I think either way, it's still a it's it's still it was still a bad foul. So uh, you know, I think it's definitely uh, 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 it was still definitely going to be a pen. Uh, maybe Parky thought it was good, and Steve thought it could be better. Yeah, there could it could be any. That's why I, you know I just wish there was there was some way we would have uh, would have would have known. Um, uh, I think was, maybe uh, if somebody else was allowed to interview Parky after the game, you may have had the answer, or maybe maybe been yeah, a but. You know that just doesn't happen, does it? Football clubs manage the uh, the the media and stuff now. Um, so uh, overall, then following Forest Green, we'll do some Q and A in a second. So if uh, people can fire in any questions and stuff that you've got, because there are a few, because uh, we will wrap it up in the next ten minutes, so it's not too long for everybody. Um, uh, overall, then after the Forest Green, that's dis- disappointing. One point out of those those that week, not enough. Not enough if you want to win the league, is it? Probably, no, just, you, 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 you're probably more, you're more feeling it's uh, that's you know 
just like you said, nobody wants this at the moment. And it's just frustrating that we've had the chances to go and get this by the throat and we've wasted it. I w- I'd have been looking for four, four out of six. And if we'd come away, uh, you know, one game and thinking, oh, do you know what? We got a draw there where we should have, we could have possibly gone on and won it. So yeah. we didn't get the six, but we got the four. And to come away and have one, for me, no, you, you, you're right. That doesn't do it. And, you know, everyone keeps saying, oh, well, it's seven and five. Let me just tell you, don't put them Mansfield and Stockport games to one side at the moment because and crew, because they are them three games are going to be unbel- nice. You won't be able to p- predict them games because we don't know what situation we're going to be in at the time and how important yeah. they're going to become. It's more to do with the fact of the away games, the Doncaster fighting for their lives, Colchester, Morecambe are going for the playoffs. Yeah, you know, tough, got, tough, the tough away games. Tough games. They really are. Um, yeah. But on paper at the start of the season, they look easy. But now at the meaty end of the, at the season, people start to find form and start to find ways to win, don't they? So, uh, And the way yeah. the playoffs are looking at the moment, any team, you know, look at Newport now. Any team that gets a good run of games, pick yeah. up some points, can just spring themselves from 12th, 13th into contention with the playoffs. So the likes of Accrington and Tranmere, they're dangerous games because they've got nothing to play for, really. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, pressure's off them. I get it. All right. Anything, so that's anything. Anything else there? No. Happy. Yeah. Who was your? Who was the player of the match for you? I gave it Cleworth, but I understand why people said Mullin. But I gave it Cleworth. I would. Yeah, I'm going to go for Mullin for the second half. Um, he tried to rally up the team. Um, I think O'Connor was doing all right until he went off injured. Which again, that just a touch on that. That didn't look good because the way the players all reacted. Calf, the park he said today it's a bad one. So uh, yeah, that's him. That's that's him done for a few weeks. So uh, getting a getting a. We're, we're like cheese, aren't we? We are like cheese. All right, so let's go through a, through a few. There's a few questions and stuff. So we'll go. We'll do a bit of Q and A, um, and I will go back through the comments, back to the beginning. <laughs> And uh, we'll find. I'll pick out the questions. So fire a few more through, and then we'll just have a quick prediction about uh, about the uh, about Saturday. So John says, any talk ideas on who will fill the final roster spot? Um, so I've not heard anything other than we're waiting for Fordy. The, obviously, the official word was waiting for Fordy before making a decision. I'm amazed. I'll be amazed if they don't sort it this week, um, because I think they'll be thinking about getting some fresh blood in the midfield. Um, Personally, but what do you think? I think John will know more to after tomorrow night's meeting. <laughs> so that should be my first question. Is like, yeah. uh, if somebody could ask the question, like, uh, are you going to be playing in this season? Are you going to get registered? Then that would be uh, that would be yeah. uh, that would be great. Just uh, what was your take on Parky's post-match interview? Um, I don't pay too much attention to them because a lot of the time it's just go, isn't it? It's it's it you know they're pre-orchestrated and they they don't really ask the, uh, the 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 good questions. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think he's getting a bit more honest. Normally, I think no choice, um, I guess. Yeah, I think because um, you know you'd never um, you wouldn't hang your players up to dry in public, would you? But I think no, well, getting, unless you're Troy Deeney. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I think he's getting a little bit more. He said he understands the fan frustration. That's an easy comment to make. Don't get me wrong. It's all, it's all, yeah. But 
Action is what we want to see. Don't want to, don't care about his press conference. Want to see some reaction. Uh, Michael, any uh, was sort of news on the meeting regarding the training facility being discussed this week? Um, I, th- I I put something on Twitter last night. It said people said I don't understand why it's not been sorted. I, I I'm pretty sure Humphrey said it's not been sorted because the funding for the COP uh, threw us a curveball. In the fact, we didn't get the funding for the COP, so now we have to find funding for the COP and we have to find funding for a football uh, training ground. Um, you know, there isn't just, I mean, you know, the cop, they want 20 million quid. There isn't just 20, 30 million quid knocking around. So, uh, that's why it's, uh, it's not as straightforward as that. So, uh, unless you've heard anything different, I think that's, uh, there's still not, no divine site they've chosen on for the training ground. Um, no, they're not telling us that there's a site. I think that's I don't two th- different things. Yeah. I don't think there is. Uh, so let me keep uh, let me keep going uh, and see if there's any more good questions here. Um, uh, I think we answered that one before. I think Michael said, "Why would players do some bonding and stuff when they're going?" Because you kind of got to, because you know they they'll still want you know people. It's not as simple and it's not as clean cut as that, is it? The, you know, um, you know, the you want to engage people for their performance for the end of the season, don't you? So, uh, you know, uh, that's well, why all you would... I would say to, uh, I'd say to Michael is they're still professionals, they're still yeah. playing for a trophy at the end of the day, a, a medal, and also there's still a big pot of money to share there to get promotion. Yeah, there is, and a trip to Las Vegas or wherever they uh, wherever they're going. Uh, Chris says it's 12 game season now. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Keep the faith. Forget what's gone before. Let's go out and uh, make a make a difference. Uh, John, how many points will do it? And I'm glad to look at this because I had a look at it today myself. Ah, well, there's a second part to this. I'm not sure if it'll all fit on the screen. Uh, average. So on average, 89 points is first place. Uh, am I reading this right? First place is 89 points. Oh, you've put the points in as well. 89 is basically the average for first place. Second place is 84. Third place is 81. Fourth place is 78. Fifth for 75. I worked it out the other day. I got us to 82. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at it, Richie, but I uh, I looked at what we had left and what we had, and I got us to 82. So if 82 takes us to third place, I'll, take you, I'll snap your hands off right now. Yeah, I would. I think we'll get a few more points than that. Um, yeah, I just think our experience of have to win games, and you keep using Notts County, I think that could be where this team does come through at the end. I can see us a little bit more higher. I can see us an eight with eighty-eight. Oh my god! Right, okay. Uh, that second or third, then I'll take either of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Uh, I'm just looking for... Oh, there's a follow-up to that. 26 points from 36 should get it done. Uh, it will be on 86. Okay. Uh, I'm not I'm not as confident as you. Uh, any news on injuries? Uh, I've not heard anything. Uh, and we're getting worse because Owen O'Connell's gone down with this calf injury that they said isn't, uh, isn't, uh, isn't very good. So... Uh, have you heard anything about Tom O'Connor? I mean, Tom O'Connor was supposed to be at this meeting tomorrow, <laughs> but it isn't now. But that could be for anything. That's because he could have family commitments and stuff. So um, that's a shame that we won't be seeing him. But 
uh, and obviously nothing on 40, but we might get a whiff tomorrow. But I, I expect if somebody asked him how the injury is, he would bat it away and go, I'm, I'm recovering, I'll be back as soon as I can type of generic yeah. answer, won't he? So, uh, yeah. Um, Unless we get McGuinness, maybe that might... Uh... <laughs> uh, how bad does fog have to be for a match to be called off? Pea soup fog, basically. It has to be really quite thick, doesn't it? Um, yeah. It, that that mist last night came and went. That was the problem. We needed it to keep coming, didn't we? But it came and went in spells. Quite funny, isn't it? Because the commentary team for them were obviously on the on the on the um, dugout side, so they kept on saying, "Well, we can't see who's on the ball." And we're going, well, "It's dead easy. It's, it's James McLean because uh, he was right in front of us." Yeah, but obviously they couldn't see that from the side of the pitch they were on, oh, and, um, and they were hopeless. <laughs> yeah. So there's an element of that as well. Um. Can't see any other questions. Lots of uh, a few comments in there that I'll put up while we're uh, while we're talking about uh, Saturday. So on Saturday, will you be there? Yes. Um, so you got a ticket. What's uh, what you're thinking? Team prediction wise, what 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 are we feeling? What what? <laughs> I say, what's going to happen? I'll just get fifty p in. I'm just going to do a couple of flicks of the coin. I'm going to say get a lottery bucket out. So, Accrington Stanley. Uh, Accrington Stanley, who are they? Right, uh, an easy win. Arthur in goal. Arthur's in goal, yeah. Max, somewhere along the just somewhere along the Toes has obviously come in. Toes is in with Max. Think, yeah, Tony, I think Hayden and Tony Cliff. No, Hayden, Hayden, I think it'll be Clever's and the Cliff. Okay. I think Tony's back in now. He just right. obviously he must do the Tuesday clubs. That's why he doesn't play midweek, Tonicliff. <laughs> but no, I think For people Matt... who don't know Tuesday clubs were were old fashioned drinking clubs uh, back in the day, weren't they? Dr- drinking yeah. groups and stuff. So uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, Max Toza, Tony. Um, we have to play Andy Cannon because we've got nobody else to play there. I don't think he's been great the last few games for me. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's showing now why. He's he not got a contract. Yeah, he got a contract in the championship, but didn't play many times in the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. We're at home, so I can't see Luke Young playing, even though I'd like him to play myself. Okay. I don't think he's going to play. I think he's going to go. He plays well and he dropped him, never mind the fact that last night he, you know, there was, the, yeah. there was a mistake yeah. from him in the mistakes that led to the goal. So he's got, he's got, he's, uh, this, that's good. He's going to struggle with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Moles obviously won't play in the hole, even though we're where we want him to play. So Elliot Lee will be selected yet again, and I think it'd be James McLean as well. In midfield, or yeah. bring back in midfield. Mendy sat out, so it's obviously typical that Mendy's got to come in now, isn't he? Yes, it's easier to pick at the team. Basically, whoever wasn't in the squad last night, he's got a chance. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to start. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, who's so who's going to start up front? Oh, I'll just I, go cover the right. I'm going to have to say, I, I wish I had a, a thing in place where every time I mentioned his name, we get paid for it because Danny was spot on. Uh, Barnett will play on the right and not Bolton again because uh, he's just, he's not yeah. for me, Bolton. He's Those just not. two signings at the moment are, are questionable, aren't they? They've not, we've not seen a lot from them. Um, I, uh, I, I, I've got a feeling Right, that I'm not sure who starts up front, but I think Dolby's going to come back in. I was going to say, do you think he's going to come back in? Yeah, 
I think he's gonna. I think he'll pull him out of it. He'll pull him out because it is. It's it is that's the type of thing he'll happen, isn't it? He'll pull him in. I'm gonna get so many likes for us. I'm gonna go Palmer and Mullin because I know that's what all the fans want. That's what our followers want. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm gonna put my fan hub. I'm not saying it'll be right, by the way. So don't don't follow what I. <laughs> but you're more than likely Matt will be right because Dalby will come in from the cold again. So and Ollie Palmer will be having a weekend off. But you know his. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. It is a bit of a lottery and it shouldn't be so much, but um, uh, it will be interesting to see whether, uh, just looking at some of these teams, Toza Cloweth, Tummy, Cannon, He's Lee McLean, Mendy Barnett, Palmer, Mullin. Yeah, that's probably that's probably along the lines of what you were sort it's of thinking. Team. Yeah, it's my team. That was, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Have we had enough? Should we, should we leave it there then? Yeah, I think um, just for people next week, just how many points they think we'll finish on be interesting, and then we can sort of all right, okay, maybe make a bit of the table, can't we? But you've got to predict it for next week. You know, we don't okay. have people three games to go. Oh well, I think we'll get blah 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 points because uh, <laughs> doesn't work like that. If you say so. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, you can, have we had your tea yet, or what? I need to yeah, check. Yeah, been had yet. Okay, that. I had I we had uh, chicken wraps. What did you have? I had spaghetti on toast with some cheese on top. That's not tea. It was. What's that? You made that yourself, obviously. Yeah, because it, it got in. That's why it got in from work. Oh, knew where the podcast coming. You know. <laughs> I think. Um, right. What's the score going to be? We haven't said what the score is going to be. You want? Oh yeah. Uh, do 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 two nil. Who two? Home win, 2 0 over the home win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Accrington. I haven't got a lot of strikers. Uh, there was a point here about Clep, not Bickerstaff. I, I suspect he can't play. No, he's it's not. not impos- it's not impossible because Jake Hyde played against us, didn't he? Um, yeah. It's not he's impossible. Not it's, in, but uh, it's unlikely. It's in the, it's in yeah. the clause in the contract, yeah. Right. Um, so I'm going to go. Uh, Hugh says he'd like Jordan Davis in and Lee, Lee to the bench. Mm, yeah, let's see. Uh, <laughs> 2-1, Rex and Brian says, I think I'll go 2-1. I'll take a 2-1. Uh, and then we go to Morecambe the week after, don't we? So uh, we yeah. owe this lot one as well after all the ticket fiasco and everything, don't we? So uh, Yeah, I think we. I think if, if everyone gets a chance, just uh, put your fibres and your photocopiers and uh, cut them out and it's all started. <laughs> All start when, we waving. when we score, throw them on the pitch. Yeah, all start <laughs> all right. waving them. All right, let's leave it there. Then let's uh, let's call it a day because we've waffled too much, and uh, we'll come back next week and uh, see what we think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no worries. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. Right. No worries. Ta-da. See you, Matt. Ta-da.